Welcome to the Retirement Evolved Podcast with certified financial fiduciary, Adam Bruno. And I only have one thing to say today, Bill. Tell Go me. Bills. Tell me. <laughs> Go Bills. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We're laying this down the day after the Bills went into Kansas City and won their big game over the weekend. Adam, from the Buffalo area, a huge Bills fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look pretty good, though. They looked uh, They looked sharp. I think, uh, I think both teams looked really good. Well, yeah, I think that was a preview of the playoffs, no, for sure. Probably the AFC Championship game. I, you know, I really hope so. I, I'd like to see. I like both those teams. Don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll root for Kansas City any other time as long as they're not playing the Bills. <laughs> or if we need like one more win for the home field advantage, then I'll want them to lose. But right, you just can't help but watch that. I mean, it's just a special team, special rivalry. Um, you know, it's a great time to be a, a sports fan these days too. So. Yeah, just fun to watch both. Yeah, teams. and I, ha- you know, I watch the game. I don't have a dog in the hunt, as they say, and. Uh, uh, it was just entertaining. Good stuff oh, yeah. right there. So, Well, listen, uh, we want to thank you very much for listening. This, uh, of course, is your home for all kinds of fun stuff regarding retirement and getting ready for that. It is the Retirement Evolved podcast. Adam is a certified financial fiduciary, private wealth manager, founder, president, chief bottle washer at Evolution Retirement <laughs> Services, and all that good stuff. And, and before we really get rolling, I always like to ask you if you could please... Uh, click the button, whichever one you have that says like, subscribe, follow, uh, whatever's there in your podcast player. That'll be sure that you get a notice every time we post one of these uh, these little get-togethers. This week, before we do get started, Adam, uh, I thought I thought of you, and I'm not really sure why, but I know you're a um, you're a foodie. You like your food. Oh yeah. Are you a, are you a spicy food guy? I can do I can do spicy food unless my mother-in-law's cooking it. That's straight up Jamaican spice right there and i can't oh, do that but oh. other than that i'm, I'm pretty good I, yeah. I mean she brings tears to my eyes <laughs> but uh, the, the, apparently some somebody's ticked off at texas pete hot sauce oh boy because apparently texas pete uh this just in is not made in texas and uh, some dude is suing Texas Pete because of that. Oh, yeah, this I was, was just going to say, let me guess. Somebody's <laughs> suing somebody <laughs> yep, because yep. it says Texas on the bottle and it's not made. Where's it made? Well, th- this is where we are in the world, my friend. It's Actually, it's, uh, it was invented at a barbecue place at, in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, about 100 oh. years ago. Oh, okay. Still made there in North Carolina. And the guy who's suing says it's false advertising and wants the court to order Texas Pete to change its name. You know what else I think that he should probably sue if this is true? Because of Apparently, it's not working. Uh, smart water. Ah, but I'm bum. It's definitely. I mean, come on, really? If that guy's drinking it, it definitely needs a new name. Right? Holy Oh, my gosh. Cow. Yeah, you know, this is the other thing. You know, it's just like they're suing, you know, these sports teams, right? Um, I mean, I know down here in Florida, there was this big, big push to change the name of FS, the, the Florida State Seminoles. Um, for a while there. And the Seminole Nation stepped up and said, uh, no, you're not. You're yeah. not changing the name. I mean, so like there's a lot of these sports teams that change it. Boy, have we gotten really sensitive in this country today. I'm telling you. Yeah. And, and see where we are. See what we're doing now. See what we're talking about. All because this guy is suing Texas Pete. That's right. This- uh, well, you know what? I can't, I hope they counter sue him for everything he's got, and he's never allowed to eat hot sauce again. That's what I hope. Well, that'll show him. Okay. <laughs> get off my yard. <laughs> well, listen, as, uh, as we get rolling here today, uh, Adam and I, we get together a lot, and this is what we do. We talk about stuff, but mostly we're here to try to help you figure out the best ways to get through retirement. Um, by not dwelling on the usual stuff, right? Uh, you right. got to do this, you got to do that. But one of the things that I know is affecting a lot of people, and we were waiting for the news and it just came out, was the uh, cost of living 
adjustment for Social Security. They call it what, COLA? COLA, And apparently it's going to be a little over uh, 8.7% this year. And uh, here's Acting Social Security Commissioner Kijikazi talking about the effect of that increase. This year's substantial Social Security cost of living adjustment, or COLA, will also bring more support to seniors and others who count on the benefits you've earned for everyday costs. I think this is probably the biggest one we've seen in, what, since 1981, I think, right? Uh, well, it's also the biggest inflation period we've seen well, since the 80s. Yeah. So really, that's what I wanted to ask you. I mean, 8.7% sounds like a big jump, but isn't that kind of like putting lipstick on a pig? I mean, It really is, because what happens here, Bill, is we erase that kind of inflation deficit from this year, right? Because we're, we're increasing it by pretty much what inflation was. What actually helps this year, though, is that coming up, they're actually going to, for the first time since I remember, they're going to lower Medicare Part B costs. Medicare Part B premiums are going down. And we know Medicare Part B is what comes out of your Social Security. Everybody pays for it, right? Right. So that's actually going down. So overall, believe it or not, this whole thing is probably a win because we we got rid of inflation there. And now that that cost that's not going to be as much for Medicare Part B does put more money in our pockets. I'm just happy somebody finally listened. You know, this Medicare Part B arrangement was outrageous. I mean, we were we were looking at 20% increases every year in Medicare Part B. When was it going to stop? And now we actually, and credit to, as much as I don't want to give them credit sometimes, credit to some of these politicians who stepped up. And really, it's more of a, I'm going to use this as a platform thing, right? I don't know how much they cared, but they definitely knew it was going to push some buttons with the seniors. So they start talking about this, standing on their soapbox about it. But regardless, it did get done. Um, We are going to see a lower Medicare Part B charge for the first time. And gosh, I I can't even remember when, like I said. So overall, when you add that with with a cost of living increase that's this high, it is going to be more beneficial for the retirees and the people on Social Security. That's obviously a good thing. But when inflation is running at 9%, an 8.7% increase, it's almost a flat deal, but I'll take it. I'll take whatever little well, bit it, that we can get, right? It has actually gone down a little bit. I think we're at um, just under eight oh. uh, as of uh, – they haven't done the numbers for uh, September yet, but I'm anticipating it'll probably be just under eight. So, again, even if it's still up there hovering around 9%, you know, yes, you're right. It's just a wash, and that kind of stinks. Right. But, you know – Got to take the good with the bad, I guess. Oh, absolutely. All the time. <laughs> All the time. And, you know, one of the other things that I, I, I read about, and I just want, thought I'd throw this out there, too. There's some people in D.C., speaking of those fine politicians, <laughs> uh, considering Social Security kind of switching your getting your money back on a means-based system. Uh, is, is this true? Because is, I'm telling you what, you know, and basically I think what it said was that uh, if you have the means because you made too much money in your life that you might not get your Social Security back. But that doesn't sound right to me. Is this a thing or am I making that up? No, I don't think I think the discussions have just started happening and they're always going to happen. They tried to do it with the build back better. I call it the BBB triple BS Act that they were trying to pass. You know, they tried to do it with Roth IRAs there as well, trying right. to include Roth IRAs in the in the in the conversation when we're adding up total assets even though we're not going to tax the Roth IRA. I think this is this is similar. You know, they're they're trying to find a way to basically make people who have more pay more or not pay them as much. So, this idea of, you know, this graduated social security schedule just the idea that if they're making a lot, you know, do they have to wait an additional year? Do they have to take it earlier? Do they? So they're just kind of kicking this around. I don't ever expect 
that we'll see any real legislation on this. And if we do, I think we're years out from it. But okay, okay. it is being discussed, like you said, as long as they're talking about it. I, hopefully, we have the right people in places that will never let that happen because that shouldn't matter at all. No, it you know, shouldn't. It, it shouldn't matter at all. And my thing was when I was reading it, and now you're making it sound like it's going to be more delayed than not at all. But cause, because when I was reading it, it, I felt like, wait a minute. First of all, you forced me to give you that money. Right. You're right. I didn't have an option to invest it myself and make a hell of a lot more. I was more, just going to say, and what do you always say, Bill? <laughs> what do you always say about Social Security? Yeah, if I could have invested it myself, I'd have a lot more That's than right. I have That's right, right now. So yeah. you forced me to give it to you, and now you're saying that because I made too much, I was fortunate to work hard and make a good living, that you might not give it back? That's how I read it. Mm. So I'm glad to hear that it's 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 at least... The thought is maybe it'll be delayed and you don't get quite, but still, now you took it all, I want it all. You know what I'm saying? My just, interpretation of it is they're just going to find a way to give you a little bit less or they're going to they're gonna try some kind of scale to make it so that, you know, it's going to be more beneficial so they don't have to pay as much. I think they're trying to, what it really comes down to is them trying to balance it out, right? I mean, we've always said it. How long is Social Security really going to last? We've seen full retirement age go from 65 to sit now, gosh. Some of us are going to have to be like 68, 68 and a half before it's full retirement. We could always take it early, but you know, that 70 number, and that's a mistake in retirement. I'm going to tell you that right now. Uh, there's so many people out there, especially successful families that listen to our podcast. They say, well, I don't need the social security, so I'm just going to let it go till 70 when it's at its highest amount, right? That I could, I can't even tell you what a mistake that could end up being because the longer you put it off, the, the higher that amount gets, and then you have to add that higher amount to your income when you're 70. So that could push you into a higher Medicare bracket. All of these things have, all of these things have consequences, right? All of these decisions. So for me, I always tell families the same thing. If you don't need your Social Security, take it and take it early. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what, at least, at least take it at full retirement age. These people that wait till 70, I have a real bad taste in my mouth and I have a real hard time you know, whenever I think about somebody waiting until 70, it's like, gosh, you're going to be 70 before you take it. You're going to have this huge amount, you know, and a lot of us say, well, what are you crazy? It's much bigger at 70. Well, you're much older at 70. How long do you have? Right. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I guess that's the flip side, right? If you wait till 70, are you going to be around long enough to get it all? Right. Right. And, and I know that there's other rules about who it goes to or can it be moved or whatever. And those are just headaches your family doesn't need either. So, right. And, and so. I, ideally, you know, your wife, would still, or your husband, depending on the situation, would still get, you know, that bigger amount if they were waiting, you know, you'd still get the bigger amount. Right. Some people like to say, okay, I'll just take my wife's, have my wife take hers. She's going to get the bigger amount anyway when I'm gone. So I'll, I'll just let this grow. So it's a much bigger amount. But think about it like this. You could have actually had two social security incomes until someone's gone. And then she still gets the bigger amount. Whatever that amount is, it's still not going to be big enough. I mean, it's just, it's such a waste sometimes. And the break-even point is somewhere in the mid-80s, right? right? I think it's like uh, 86 or something. If you if you wait till 70, if you can if you can live till 86, you, you broke even. Well, that's a break-even, right? I, I mean, it's, so now, what, for when you're 86 years old in your chair taking naps, you're going to want to spend more money? It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's true. You know? This is true. Hey, listen, again, we thank you very much for listening. If you've got questions about something you hear on the podcast today or just about retirement in general, Adam is open to talking with you. So uh, let me throw you a phone number to call real quick. It is 866-838-3765. 866 838 3765. That's how you get in touch with Adam. Or you can find out more about Adam and his team at evolutionretirementservices.com. Also, there's a website 
that he's put together with a whole bunch of great resources on it, and that is TaxFreeFortMyers.com. And make sure you spell out Fort in Fort Myers. TaxFreeFortMyers.com. They have all kinds of uh, white papers on there. You can get to these podcasts as well there. A book that Adam wrote called They Lied, The Real Cost of Your Retirement, which is really a, a great book that answers the most common question that Adam and his team hear when folks roll into retirement is, why didn't I know about this? Because no matter what we've done or some of the folks that we've talked with or the uh, institutions we've dealt with, we don't know everything. So the big question of why didn't I know this? Well, Adam and his team are there to help you, and this book does just that. They talk about the difference between investment consulting and wealth management, what, you know, whatever, you know, whatever those differences are. Mistakes to avoid with your IRA and 401k. I can never say... I are. I always sound like I've been drinking when I get to that. Mistakes I know. I do too. With it's, your it's, IRA, I do it in my events. I have to really like. I have to. I have to like pinch myself to slow yeah. down when I have to say IRA because it just doesn't come out. If you're trying to say it really fast, it's like she sells she sells by the right, seashore, right? Right. Uh, also, um, questions you should ask your advisor, and it's all there at taxfreefortmyers.com. You know, if we could speak to that real quick for one second, Bill, you, you mentioned, you know, the difference between investment consulting and wealth management, whatever that is. Wealth management is really. I like to describe it as the VIP type service when you're retired because investment consultants, you know, 100% of financial advisors, air quotes, are investment consultants. They tell you how to invest your money, where to invest your money. They try and grow your money. You know, they don't really deal with all of these issues that we've seen come up in retirement that I actually talk about in the book. That book is nothing more than a collaboration of, of situations that we've seen in our years of doing this. So the idea of a, pro, of a wealth manager is one that also will help you with investment consulting, albeit it'll be at an institutional level. It'll be treated the same way, you know, colleges invest. It'll be at that level. It won't be somebody sitting behind the desk buying and selling Apple or Tesla. That's not how that works in retirement. Now we need preservation. We need, we need different things that we can't do by buying and selling and being day traders, right? The other piece of being a, a real wealth manager is what I like to call advanced planning. Advanced planning makes the difference of a, a steady retirement or a, a hectic retirement where we're constantly riding that roller coaster. You know, advanced planning is about having CPAs in the office, having attorneys in the office to help with estate planning, CPAs to help with the advanced tax planning, Medicare specialists to help us with things like Medicare surcharges, what, what type of Medicare supplement plan or advantage plan to answer all those questions. Because I don't know if you know this, Bill, I don't know if you're that old yet, but if you're 65 and you Google Medicare supplement, your phone number lives on in infamy. You'll get calls when you're 90. You know, like the, you'll always get phone calls. So we wanted to create an environment where people can come and they can get fiduciary advice because a lot of the advice you'll get from other people is about how much money they're going to make off of your business. Even estate planning attorneys, you know, they're gonna they're gonna see how much they could charge you. I, I've seen estate plans go for ten, twelve thousand dollars, and that's just an absorbent amount of money. And of course, they'll say, well, we did this for you and we did that for you. But did you really need all that? Or were you just put into the machine and then you got what popped out because that's what that attorney does. So it's really about being customized, having a fiduciary opinion. And the other part of that, of course, is relationship management. Our families, when they need something, they call us and we usually have a relationship with somebody. We've got telehealth, medicine, travel services, things like that, just things that you wouldn't even think of. You know, you, there's a lot of questions that come up and you need to be able to have somebody that you can trust to answer those questions. That's why I say it the same way all the time. If you really want to explore private wealth management, give us a call because 
we don't know that we'll even end up working with you. We don't work with everybody. By design, we don't because we have to provide a certain level of service. But we do help everyone who comes through the door, who calls on the phone, who sees me in the street and says, hey, Adam, did you see Apple? And I'll oh, okay, yeah, sure, I saw Apple. But that's that's my point. We help everybody right. who comes to see us. So if you have questions about any of that, if and, and like you said, Bill, it, it can be confusing. Well, investment consulting and wealth management, what's the difference? I just wanted to make sure we kind of clarified what those differences were. Wealth management is more for retirement. It's more geared towards retired individuals because they're the ones who need all of those services. Now, I shouldn't say just retirement because I do have people that have owned businesses, things like that, complicated family situations. All of that needs to come into play because obviously you need you need a really good estate plan if you own businesses. You need you need plans for ascension if something happens to you, things like that. I'll help with that as well. But the majority of people who are going to need wealth management are the ones who are currently retired. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's the difference, guys. There you go. And this book that Adam has, right, it, it delves into more stuff than just that as well. So it answers a lot of right. questions for you. So Right. I think the big thing about the book is um, I like to use it as an example for things that you can look out for. You know, I, the, every time I talk about a topic, I back that up with 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 a case study of, of families that we've really worked with. Now I don't use the real names. They all know who they are though. They they come in and they circle it or something. They know who they are. But they, you know, I don't use their real names, but they are perfectly content with people being able to learn what they learned, but just learn it earlier so that it doesn't cost as much money or as much headache. You know, that's that's the thing. Sometimes it's not even about the money. Sometimes it's just about the ease of doing it. How many times am I gonna clean my pool? I'm not gonna do it. I I, I you know I could, but I just don't want to do it. I would rather <laughs> pay the $60 a month and, and be able to sit on my butt a little bit longer. I just, sometimes in life, it's not about the money. It's about the service. Right. And and that's that's really what it comes down to is what are you looking for and what situation do you want to be in? So again, if any of this stuff sparks interest in you or you want to find out more, go to taxfreefortmyers.com or give Adam and his team a call at 866-838-3765. You were talking about uh, Medicare, Medicaid a little bit earlier. Now, I haven't looked it up, but I did give Joe Nabeth my zip code to see if, um, <laughs> to see if I qualify. Oh, so, Wooly Joe! You know, I, you know, he's almost. It's almost as bad as uh, Tom Selleck. You know, slinging uh, reverse mortgages now. <laughs> yeah. It's such a disappointment. I yeah. love Tom Selleck growing I know. up. And now you, you know? got Magnum PI trying to tell you to. Magnum PI is telling you the guy that the infamous squatter, the world's most famous squatter, is telling you to get a reverse mortgage. It's it's the times we live in. I'm telling you, it's yeah. the times we live in. Well, listen. I also wanted to bring up uh, this article I read the other day, Market Watch, reporting that Jamie Demon, who is the uh, CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, says that things could get a lot worse than we're even seeing right now. Stocks could easily drop another twenty percent, and according to CNN, Bank of America economists are expecting quote a harder landing rather than a soft one. You know, all this doom and gloom, what what could this mean for us? I mean, when it comes down to planning, which you talk about a lot, uh, what does it mean for those that are retiring or already retired? Yeah, and I, I'm going to answer that question the, the most simple way I can. We've heard the D word before, diversification. What we haven't heard is it come from somebody's mouth who actually understands why it's important, right? We've used it, we've seen it used as a sales tool to get people, more people to call you or more people to see you. What Kurt and I believe, um, it doesn't matter whether we're going to see another 20% fall right now or not. The damage is already done. Uh, and people have to realize that. The damage is done. 
The only thing you can ask yourself is whether you feel like you have another 15 or 20 years to, to, to climb back out of this hole, right? Um, for us, you know, diversification becomes the key and diversification through institutional management, through having those portfolio managers that handle billions of dollars. You know, our relationships with BlackRock, Wisdom Tree, Vanguard, um, you know, diversification becomes the ultimate solution to the problem because even if it does go down a little bit more, the way that we're diversified is the same way that large institutions, large colleges, hospitals, everybody else is doing this right now. And that's the way that it should have been done while you were in retirement. So if you waited too long and you took this big hit because you did so well with Apple or Tesla or Amazon, I've seen it a million times. But what you have to remember, the number one lesson you need to remember whenever you hear anybody speak on the market is that you cannot time it, no matter what you think. Warren Buffett can't time the market. He gladly admits that. He said nobody can time the market. You know, he's, he's, he's famous for saying if people would have just invested in the S&P 500, he used to have numbers from 2000 and, 2001 until 2020. I mean, the, the gain is almost the same as them taking that huge ride over those over that 19-year period. Wow. You know, I think the, the S&P was, um, you know, 6% or something, and the market itself was like 8 to 10 or something like that. I mean, really, at the end of the day, 6.8% or 8.2% or whatever it was, does it really make that much of a difference? Why did you have to take the ride? If you could have smoothed that ride out and still been at the same place, I don't know anybody in the world that would have said, yeah, sure, no, let's let's take the ride, yeah. right? Now, here's the other thing, and this is what I compare it to because, you know, I like I like my movies. It's like it's like The Matrix, right? Um, you know, The Matrix, when, when they say, you know, the red pill or the blue pill, and there's a very famous scene in there where the guy says, if we would have known the truth, if they would have told us the truth, we would have told them to shove that blue pill right up their ass, right? So that's that's where I, I feel about the market right now. You need to know the truth. And the truth is that you can't time it and you can't listen to the mongering that's going to happen because most of that is going to be somebody trying to make money. You mentioned CNN, right? No surprise to me at all that they're, they're talking about the worst case scenario because CNN's job, it seems like, is to scare the heck out of everybody these days, right? It just doesn't seem like we get a lot of, a lot of facts when it comes to the market itself. And I think that comes from the fact that we live in this, you know, this society that loves to sue everybody. So a lot of these networks are really nervous about having, you know, the experts on, right? Air quotes, yeah. because they, they want to pass that liability off. And a lot of these experts are ones that don't want the liability. So in the media, it's very hard to get good information. But I will do, I will say, Bill, it's scary. Uh, obviously, nobody likes to see a down market and then the possibility of another 20 or 30%. It's very real. That possibility is very real. But the key to all of it is diversification and putting some parameters around what we're willing to lose. Right. That's that's why we've been so involved with creating custom exchange traded funds for our families, buffered exchange traded funds. You know, we know that we have a 30% buffer against loss. So if the S&P goes down 10, 15, 20, 25%, you know, we're not going to lose anything. If if the S&P goes down 40 um, our families are only down 10 because we had that 30% buffer. And on the upside, they might only give you an 8 or a 9% cap. But what do we really need at this point in retirement? Do we need 20% returns anymore? I, I mean, it's just, it, you got to use common sense here, right? Right. And I, I've also heard over the years, too, that the worst thing about timing the market is that you have to time it twice. 
right? When to get out and when, when to, get to get back, back in. in. So it's, it's, I love that. I love that quote. You, 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 know. you tied it all together so nice there. So now you got to be right twice when everybody yeah. else is wrong most of the time, right? <laughs> exactly. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. And look, I'm married. I'm never right. So that's right, time in the market is not, is not something I'm going to try to gamble with. That's I pretty sure. much accepted that. I told yeah. Kelly the other day. So once again, I'm wrong and you're right. And nothing. That's that's the way it goes. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. And now I just shrug my shoulders like, oh, OK, well, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. You know, so yeah. you know what I really love, though, Bill? Um, you know how much we love our sports, and I was devastated when the Braves got knocked out. I, you yeah. know, we talk about how we're both Braves fans. I'm in Florida, but I grew up with the Braves spring training. You know, I see these commercials now. I think it's a, a an auto insurance company, and they talk about these situations. There was a married couple, and the the wife was saying, "Where's the Where's this?" And he's like, "Well, you were supposed to pack that." And she's like, "No, you packed that." And now they get the challenge flag out, right? Yeah. How much easier would life be if we had challenge flags and we could just pause it and go back and look at what really happened, right? Well, once I, again, I, though, think I, about that. I, I, I lose the rest of my challenges. <laughs> <laughs> I've got confidence I might be able to get one out of four. There you, know, you I think go. In the NFL, the challenge rate is like 48% or something. I might be able to get 24% of that. Oh, man. You never know. <laughs> You never know. Well, listen, Adam, always a pleasure, man. I enjoy it when we get together and we get to do this, and I'm already looking forward to the next one. Sounds great, Bill. God bless everyone. Thanks for listening. And again, as we get out of here, if you could remember to hit the like, follow, subscribe button on your podcast player, uh, that helps you and it helps us a lot. We would very much appreciate that. So as always, thank you for listening to the Retirement Evolved Podcast with Adam Bruno. Investment advisory services are offered through Evolution Wealth Management Incorporated, an investment advisor registered with the state of Florida. Registration does not imply any level of skill or training. Evolution Wealth Management's unique CRD number is 307644. You can obtain a copy of Evolution Wealth Management's firm brochure, Form ADV Part 2A, free of charge by visiting advisorinfo.sec.gov. Evolution Wealth Management offers investment advisory services only, where it is appropriately registered or exempt from registration and only after clients have entered into an investment advisory agreement confirming the terms of engagement and have been provided a copy of the firm's ADV Part 2A. Insurance services are provided by Evolution Retirement Services. Any guarantees mentioned are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company and may be subject to restrictions, limitations, or early withdrawal fees, which vary by the issuer. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. You should consider the charges, risks, expense, and investment objectives carefully before entering a contract. This material has been prepared for informational purposes only and should not be construed as a solicitation to affect or attempt to affect either transactions in securities or the rendering of personalized investment advice. This material is not intended to provide and should not be relied on for tax, legal, accounting, or other financial advice. Evolution Wealth Management and Evolution Retirement Services do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own tax, legal, and accounting advisors before engaging in any transaction. Evolution Wealth Management and Evolution Retirement Services are affiliated entities.